0: plushcare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves.
1: After a glorious day yesterday, when you could have spent your whole day in the garden, we've a bit of rain uh, today. Peter Dowdall, the uh, joining me. Uh, good afternoon to you, Peter.
2: Minus two yesterday when I got into the car to bring the girls to school and plus eight today. So a change of 10 degrees in one day. It really is uh, uh, all seasons at the moment, isn't it?
1: Yeah, and, but it was beautiful yesterday when the frost went away. I know it didn't warm up very much, but I mean, it was just a lovely spring day.
2: Oh, it was lovely and just to see the sunshine, it's hopefully a portent of what's to come.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Okay, let's get straight into uh, questions. Question for Peter, please. I want to trim back a wild Californian lilac. When is the best time, and how far can I go?
2: But the the Californian lilac, also known as Ceanothus, is a beautiful blue flowering plant, but. I I I imagine when the caller says it's wild, they don't mean mean a wild variety. I think they mean a plant that's just gone a bit unkempt. I'm guessing anyway that that's what they mean. Um, they're an evergreen plant and they don't unfortunately respond particularly well to being pruned, uh, certainly not to be pruned hard. So it really, the, the, now isn't the time to do it because you will lose whatever flowers are going to come on it if you do it now. Uh, I would do it directly after flowering, which will probably bring you in towards mid-summer. Um, and maybe even a bit later, but don't prune it back hard. It's going to be a gradual process. You you, 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 you constantly need to, to leave green below where you're cutting. And what happens with the, the Cianotis for the Californian like is, it can get quite woody in the center with a lot of green towards the outside. So definitely don't cut into that brown wood. You need to leave quite a lot of greenery below where you cut. Once you cut it, what you'll do is you'll force a bit of the brown wood to become green, if you like. And then you could cut it back again, maybe a few weeks or a few months later. And this could take a few years, I'm afraid. Patience is always the, the, the name of the game in gardening. So it might take a, a while to get it back to what you wanted. But don't be encouraged to, to cut it back hard. It'll simply die on you.
1: OK, another listener says, why do aphids attack my lupins every year?
2: because they like them <laughs> i'm sorry to to, to sound so uh, facetious about it but yeah they they just like lupins and the the best way to to prevent them if you like i suppose is and we've mentioned it many times in your program trish is a garlic wash so you you can make a wash out of garlic pulp some garlic google it for recipes because there's loads of different ways of doing it google the, the recipe to make a garlic wash spray it onto the lupins uh and that will help to, it won't kill any aphids, and if they've, if they've already attacked, it might be a bit late. But if you do it a few times, it will help prevent the, the lupin from being attacked by the aphids in the first place. Another thing you can get is grazers. Now, grazers are something you'll buy, buy as a product, if you like. Um, and it's based on a formulation of calcium. And there's one for, uh, I'm sure it's uh, cabbage whitefly but also is very good, and it says it on it, it's also very good for aphids. So you could, if you prefer, and if you don't want to go into making homemade garlic watch, look for the grazers for, for aphids and cabbage fly. Uh, again, it's working the same principle. You apply it to the plant. The calcium within, number one, it helps the plant, but number two, it, it makes the plant very, very unpalatable to, to, to a lot of these creepy crawlies.
1: Stay with Creepy Crawlies because Mary says, uh, Hi Peter, we had an invasion of millipedes last year, right throughout the late summer, heading straight for the front door every night. Actually, some of them managed to get into the house. How best to prevent this (laughs) from happening this year and how can I get rid of them? Thanking you in advance.
2: Do you know, they're quite a difficult one. They've been around for, if not millennia, certainly centuries. They've been around a long time, so I don't think we're going to win that battle. I remember in fact, we'll say more than 15 years ago though substantially more I think it was the very first uh, question I had on your program and it was to do with with something with the same problem with millipedes and I did my homework on it at the time Um, and I know Jay's fluid was recommended and it's certainly quite successful if you drench the area around your house with Jay's fluid particularly the walls because they can climb up walls and things like that uh, it does prevent them. It seems to prevent them. Now, I'm not sure how environmentally sound Jays Fluid is to be using, but I know it does work to prevent Now, The only thing is, of course, with millipedes, they do zero damage, so don't worry about them from that point of view. Um, the, 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 I don't have a magic wand in it, I'm afraid. You could try the Jays Fluid, uh, and I'm afraid just clean them up every time you see them. Uh, <laughs> there isn't they, a magic wand in that one, I'm afraid.
1: They look almost pre- prehistoric.
2: They do, don't they? Yeah. And they're hard-coating and everything. They do, they do. I, I find them quite inoffensive. I don't mind them, but they do look prehistoric, yeah. You, no. you can imagine seeing them here at the time of the dinosaurs.
1: I just don't like the way they were marching for Mary's front door and them getting into the house. No, wouldn't be having that now, for sure. Good luck with that, <laughs> uh, Mary. While Mary and in Mammy wants to know, when is the right time to spread lawn gold on the garden? I'm hoping it will sort out the moss. And again, as and this happened last week as well, Lot of people having problems with uh, moss, including Joe. Small front lawn, but a big problem with moss. What's the best solution? Someone else, could you ask, Peter? How do you how do you sort out moss on my lawn? Okay, start with Lawn Gold. Will that work to get rid of moss?
2: Well, it, it will work, and I suppose in a way it answers many of those, all of those questions. Don't use it jet. The soil the soil temperature needs to be. I think it's about ten degrees. Now we're probably not far off it. Uh, it needs to be ten degrees for it to work. or Else, you're wasting your money and your time. Um. So sometime this month, just pay attention to the, to the temperatures, and when we're not hitting kind of under four or five at night time, then you should be safe enough. from then on. Um. In answer to the other questions, uh, moss is you know a, an ongoing challenge for want of a better word we won't use the word problem in our, in our lawn because we live in a warm and damp climate the best best way to prevent it is a few things number one if you scarify the lawn the first so let's say during march scarify it which is like a big mechanical rake which where you're you're taking out all the the the, the, the moss you're physically removing the moss if you like and the patch which is the build-up of of kind of decaying tissue and and plant growth around the base of the the grass plant on the soil surface. So remove it physically in March, ideally every year by scarifying it, and then stay on top of it. Uh, And the reason I go with long gold and recommend long gold is because it's kind of got a back to basics approach in that uh, by using it, you're increasing the pH of the soil, which creates optimum growing conditions for grass. But these are conditions that moss can't get a hold of. Moss can't tolerate limey soil moss grows in acidic soil and a lot of the the products that are marketed for for controlling moss are based on sulfate of iron which will turn the moss black Uh, and i don't know about you but i prefer green moss but it will turn the moss black but also it'll acidify the soil so it'll ensure that you'll have to moss coming back whereas the lawn gold it has calcium in it and it, it increases the ph of the soil and therefore by having strong grass you'll have less moss so long long way of answer. hopefully answering the question but, but wait till second half of March I would say when temperatures is increasing you should be okay
1: Stay with moss, moss are in gooseberry trees what to do?
2: Nothing to do really, it's not doing any harm there at all so I wouldn't worry about it uh, it may slow up the kind of gaseous exchange through the somata on the stem but I wouldn't really be worried about that to be honest or the lenticels rather to be correct about it on the stem but if if it's bothering you, just rub it just rub it off but of course you'd have to be careful because the the, the, there could be quite a, quite a few thorns on the gooseberry stems but just rub it off put on a pair of gloves and rub it off with your hand that's all you need to do
1: and an East Cork listener could you ask Peter please what can I use to kill tarmac uh, to, to use on tarmac to kill moss
2: there's a product and to the best of my knowledge it's an Irish one and uh, double check that I'm right now when you're in the garden centre because I've used this product before and the product I have used is Irish and it is organic and uh, and to the best of my knowledge, it's one called Algon. But double check that I'm right in the garden centre. I have used it, this product. If I could just remember which one it was, I should have taken note. I'm sure it's Algon. Uh, it's Irish, it's organic and very, very effective. Then when once you have it clean, uh, as I said a minute ago, moss is constant in Ireland because of our climate. So, But once you have it clean, there's nothing, in truth, there's nothing that's going to keep it clean long term. But if you apply then when it is clean, a, a product called Moscow Probiotic which is another Irish product and it's a probiotic so it's environmentally quite okay uh, that will keep it clean for, for about a season 6 to 12 months which is as good as you're going to get Yeah,
1: yeah Yeah, it's just it's, it's, it's unfortunately to do with our, our climate A uh, question for Peter please What would you recommend? I found vine weevil in all my flower beds uh, It's eaten most of the flowers I've dug them all out and the soil What else do I need to do? Wool?
2: move house move house move house put the house on the the Um <laughs> it, they're, they're, they're an awful curse of a problem I'm afraid vine weevil and they're, they're they're the second most common garden problem according to an RHS survey a couple of years ago they're the second most common garden pest problem uh, in, in the UK and I'm guessing the same is true for Ireland uh, after slugs and snails obviously being number one so what they do is they're these little grubs you'd love them Trish because they're little maggoty grubs which <sighs> rip under the soil Um, and they they, they, what when they're under the soil as these larvae or these maggots they're munching away on the plant roots so you can't see them and they're doing untold damage and then it's too late really often by the time if you don't know what you're looking for so when you see a plant that's not thriving or it's a bit loose in the soil well, these are telltale signs that perhaps you have it, or maybe the maybe the soil around it is getting a bit waterlogged because the, the plant roots aren't taking it up properly. They're kind of telltale signs that you'd keep an eye for. Um, When you take it out of the ground, then, of course, depending on how damaged it is, it might be too late, but you'll see the root system isn't what it should be, and then if you go really investigating, but they're, they're nasty little critters because they get right into the centre of the root ball, so you might take it out of the, the, the ground, have a, a, a cursory look, and not see anything but then when you start teasing through and pulling all the bits of soil out there enough, sure enough you'll see them up at the top of the root system munching away all you can do is remove the plants for now get rid of the soil which you've done uh there is there are nematode products on the market but a bit similar to the lawn gold um nematodes are biological control which so you're not introducing any chemicals so they, they you're introducing a a parasitic nematode which will feed our i can't remember if it's a parasitic wasp or a parasitic nematode but it doesn't matter they'll feed on the grub of the vine weevil uh, and kill it um in a perfectly organic and environmentally sound way but again as i say, similar to the lawn gold, they 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 the soil temperature needs to be i think it's plus 10 or 12 degrees before you can apply it so normally it's between april and august but they are probably the most effective thing you can put into the soil before you start replanting it
1: yeah because people will find them in sort of containers and it's as bad as it is in a container at least it's contained but for this listener to find them in the flower beds in the garden they could spread all over the garden then couldn't they
2: they, they, absolutely and they probably have and even if they often start off in a container trish you're writing it could be in a plant could be something that came in from a garden center or not it could, could have just come in from a bird, but. Once those grubs develop into adults, then of course they go walk about. They're like little black beetles, which you'd see during the summer, and uh, they go walk about, and of course they start laying their eggs all over the garden. Then, yeah.
1: Okay, so get the nematodes. All right, listen, we leave it there. We'll chat to you again next week.
2: Look forward to it. Thanks for. Thanks
1: for that, and thanks for joining us. That is Peter Dowdle, the Gardener dot com. Selling a little or a lot.